Hello there. My name is Shirley Fisher, and I'm an illustrator, creative business owner, and mom of two. I've been slowly growing from a part-time creator to a full-time working artist since 2016, so I know the joy and struggle of working for yourself and how mindset can impact your growth. It's here where we dig deep through vulnerable chats about running a creative business and uprooting our limiting beliefs. My hope is that you walk away from these conversations feeling empowered with a greater sense of clarity and community. So find a cozy spot, open up your heart, and prepare to be encouraged. Welcome to the Tillage Podcast. If you are a creative business owner and don't have a newsletter, I encourage you to start one today. Having a newsletter is one of the best ways to get in front of your ideal customer and to build trust with them. There are many newsletter platforms out there, but I found many to be clunky and as a designer, honestly, not that aesthetically pleasing. However, when I found Flowdesk, I finally felt like I could create beautiful newsletters with ease. Flowdesk is such an intuitive experience and they have beautiful templates to offer a visual experience for your reader. Flowdesk has saved me so much time and it makes writing newsletters fun. Head on over to the tillagepodcast.com to get a coupon code for 50% off your first year of Flowdesk. And you can also find that link right here in the description below. So why wait? Give Flowdesk a try, get your feet wet and start building a newsletter and building trust with your ideal customer today. Welcome back to the Tillage Podcast today. I am once again so thankful that you're here. You're listening to this show. You're tuning in either on the Tuesday that this baby comes out or later you're binging. And I'm just so excited you're here and that you are taking the time to listen to the Tillage Podcast. And because I like to lead this show with a lot of vulnerability and transparency, I'm going to say that I recorded this podcast episode way back in October, and I'm re-recording it, but I chickened out. I totally chickened out to air the episode that I am now re-recording. I was thinking about what to share today, and there have been many people in my life in the last week that have really shared with me some tidal waves of things that have come their way that are out of their control, whether it's health-related, family-related, you name it, they have felt this major obstacle come in their way that they just haven't been able to give themselves to their creative practice or their business like they'd like to in this moment, and there's nothing they can do about it. Ultimately, like the circumstances are something they cannot control, and I was reminded of this episode as I was talking to a friend, and I thought, why didn't I post that? And part of it was because I shared a bit of a story, which I will share with you, and there was this little whisper inside of me of like, oh, like, do you feel like you're sharing the story to seek any, like, pity, or do you feel like that was sharing too much? And really, I've become a lot more confident in hosting this podcast and sharing episodes that I can confidently say that I feel very comfortable airing this episode and talking about all the things we're going to talk about today, mainly because episode 41, which was all about resistance and procrastination, got a whole lot of love. And I really had to journal 
through all my thoughts and feelings of airing that episode before I pressed publish. Now, it might seem like really dramatic to have felt maybe some hesitancy to post that episode, but it felt really vulnerable to share that I still have a hard time having a morning routine and exercising and doing all the things we talk about on the podcast. And I felt like, am I shooting myself in the foot here? Maybe people are going to think that what I have to share isn't valid if I myself am still having trouble with a lot of the things that we talk about here on the podcast. And I am so happy to say that the exact opposite happened. So many people were sending me direct messages on Instagram and sharing with me how much the episode meant to them through email. And I just have to say, if you are one of those people and you're listening to this episode, thank you again for reaching out and telling me how much that episode meant to you. Because of that, I feel so much more confident and can really truly be myself here on this podcast. And so with that being said, I'm going to leap right into this episode and we're going to talk about what in the world do you do when you have been blindsided by an unforeseen circumstance that is out of your control that totally sets you off track. And as artists and business owners, we are the one who sets the goals and trajectory of our businesses. We don't have a boss. We don't have somebody telling us deadlines. And when these life circumstances happen that are out of our control, it can really derail our goals and plans. For me, it hasn't been until this year that I have had assistance working in my studio. And in the past, if I got sick or I had to take one of our kids to the doctor or you name it, there was no one else picking up the slack for the order that needed to go out that day or for the design that needed to be finished. It was all on me. So as artists and business owners, when these things come our way that are out of our control, how in the world do we deal with that? And just to kind of define a little bit about what I'm referring to when I say circumstances that are out of our control that come our way, this could be experiencing a death in your family, moving, or having kids home more than normal due to sicknesses, having to cancel a trade show due to unforeseen circumstances, product not arriving in time for launch, and you ordered it on time, but it didn't get here. I mean, the list goes on and on. There are things that we can have planned that get derailed because of circumstances that we couldn't see happening, even if we had tried to plan for it. And so I have had my fair share of bumps along my journey of things going sideways that I could have done nothing to have planned for it. For instance, before I launched this podcast in August of last year, literally the day this baby was supposed to come out, I had my kids homesick with me with hand, foot, and mouth disease. That sickness is absolutely horrible. They were so contagious. They had bumps all over them, around their mouth. I mean, it was horrible. And I was supposed to launch this podcast, get show notes out for the first time, do all the social media around it. And I felt like, oh my goodness, do I need to postpone this launch or is this all going to work out? And that's just one example, a small one, but one that we often experience in our life, which is illness. 
And the story that I felt hesitant about sharing in October because it's very personal to our family, and I always want to be aware of oversharing, but for the sake of giving an example that's more extreme, I'm going to share this story with you, and it really affected my life on a huge level, but it also affected the momentum that I was finally starting to well up inside of me for my creative business at the time. So I'll go back in time. My husband and I were fairly still newlyweds. We had worked in that group home, and I talk about that on episode 28, which is three tips to help with perseverance. We had worked in this group home, and we found ourselves in transition, trying to find a new apartment to live in. And it was kind of when I think tiny house living and minimalist lifestyles were kind of becoming the new trend, like there were new TV shows about it. And we got this bee in our bonnet to give minimalism and this tiny house lifestyle a try. So so we gathered up our little funds and bought a fifth wheel trailer completely remodeled it with the help of my brother, and it was darling. I absolutely loved what we had done to make this space our own. And we parked this little trailer nestled in between these hills in kind of more a rural area. And one summer day, I went to go visit some family, and I was on my flight back and landed, gathered up all of my things, and met my husband who had picked me up and was so sweet to asked me how my trip was. And within a couple of minutes, I could just tell something was off. And he kind of pulled off a little bit off the side of the road and looked me in the eyes and said, Shirley, our entire trailer burned down today. Everything is gone. And I cannot explain to you the shock that I felt. Like, I was completely speechless. We had sold almost everything and had just the bare necessities and the things we absolutely loved in that trailer. Like, we had gotten rid of wedding gifts, things that we just didn't use, and I just had my dear treasures in my life, like my favorite clothes— my favorite knickknacks, everything that was dear to us, we had in that trailer, and it was just gone. We'll be back after this short break. The word tillage means the preparation of land for growth. I love to view my business and art practice as a place I'm actively tillaging, preparing for new growth and breakthrough. This means being intentional to quiet myself to reflect, work through my mindset, and to pull out the weeds of my limiting beliefs. Do you want to tillage a little deeper with the content I share on the Tillage podcast? I have created a vault of all the downloads in one place that you can gain access to. This includes worksheets, reflection guides, and journal prompts just for you. To gain access, look for the link in the description below or head on over to the tillagepodcast.com to find the link in today's show notes. Now back to the show. And to this day, we don't really know what happened other than it could have been an electrical fire. And thankfully, my husband was not home at the time of the fire, but it went up in flames quick. And trailers don't have very much insulation or anything. And so before the firefighters really even got there, everything was gone. 
the part that's connected to my business is the fact that not just two weeks prior did I have an entire photo shoot in this little trailer with all of this pottery that I had just created to sell on Etsy for the very first time. It was like this huge, big moment that I hired a photographer. I had photos taken for listings. I had like my first little modeling session for some headshots to put on my website. I was so excited. I finally had found the confidence to sell my pottery online and deal with all the shipping and the potential of pottery pieces breaking. And because I was going on this trip, I had all of that pottery in these plastic bins still sitting in our trailer. So when the fire happened, not only did we lose all of our stuff, I also lost all of my art supplies and all of the pottery that I had spent months creating to sell on Etsy. I tell this story because there was nothing that could have prepared me to have the wind knocked out of me from such an experience. And like I mentioned, there are people in my life, and you know people in your life, and maybe it's even you, where you have had a huge health crisis or a huge health scare, or you've had to drop everything and care for a parent or a loved one, or you've had to move across country, or your spouse has lost their job, or you've lost your job, or there's been a death in the family, and there's nothing that you can do to prepare for any of those circumstances. And all of a sudden, you are left with still this desire to create and to grow this business. And it's like the wind's been knocked out of your sails. And so I want to highlight and recognize that this is a very true part of life. <laughs> like whether or not you're a creative business owner, this stuff happens. And I just wanted to have a real open conversation about it. I do have a couple of tools to implement, but of course, these are going to be for the more less extreme cases like a child being homesick from school that you didn't anticipate or what have you. So please don't feel the need to implement these tools if you're experiencing a more extreme situation. But here are some things that I came up with that I've used in my life when my kids are homesick with me that I didn't anticipate, or maybe I've been sick, or I haven't gotten product in time for a photo shoot and I've had to make do. Like I said, the list goes on and on, but here are five things that I've used in my own life during these times. So number one is accepting my feelings. So in these moments when my plans have gone out the window, I want to accept the feelings that I have and give myself permission to have them. It is okay to be disappointed, frustrated, stuck, and just feel this energy of just like, woe is me. It's okay to feel all of those things. I really do believe that we need to feel all of the things that we feel. And I think it can be dangerous to have the suck it up buttercup mentality and just kind of keep pushing through and not give space to feeling disappointed or frustrated when things happen that are out of our control. And number two is changing my time frame and timeline. And this is really hard because especially when you have this plan and this idea and it cannot happen at that moment, I like to think, does this thing still have to happen now or in this season? 
Or can I pivot and accept that this is going to have to be something that I put on the back burner? So for instance, maybe something happened in your life and you had this huge plan to launch something and it just can't happen right now. Can you give yourself permission to release that and change your time frame and timeline to when that is going to be more feasible for you to accomplish? Like I said, this is not easy, but it is something that I think can really give you freedom to just be and be in that moment, whatever you're experiencing without this extra pressure to continue to go on course with what you had already planned and not pivot from it. So giving yourself some space and some permission to change your timeline or time frame can be a really powerful mindset shift. This also ties in with that, and it's just remembering that you are not behind and also recognize your limitations. So like I said, if you don't have the space and time to launch something in your season, recognize that and also give yourself grace. There's nothing you could have done or probably can do to change the circumstances. So just lean into that. <laughs> lean into that you're not behind and that if you still need or want to do this thing that you have planned out to do, it will happen in the time it needs to happen in. Number three is asking ourselves, can I make lemonade out of these lemons? <laughs> Can I do something in light of these circumstances? And what can I do to learn from it? So even if product doesn't arrive in time for a photo shoot, or perhaps this art show you were supposed to go to got rained out, can you still work with what you have been given in spite of these circumstances? So let's just use the example for getting rained out at a craft show. I've seen this happen many an occasion, but because I live in Southern California, I really haven't experienced that all that much if not at all. But I know that I have seen people who will use a coupon code on their website and say, hey, we got rained out, but thanks for supporting us. Here's how you can still shop with us. Like, How can you still use what you have at your disposal to still make lemonade out of the lemons you have been given? So I think that's just a really great exercise to even stretch our thinking about our circumstances and what we could still do with what we had. This is really kind of embarrassing, but I think it's just how I needed to cope in the moment. But I did a craft show the weekend after our trailer burned down. And because we had lived in that trailer, we had such little space that my dear great aunt had allowed me to put some prints and some of my greeting cards in her storage room. And I had my printer and my paper cutter, and she would allow me to come over a couple hours a week and just work on my little hobby at the time. And so I still had all of that inventory. I just didn't have all my pottery. I still went to that craft show because it was still so important to me. And I loved going to craft shows and I loved meeting people. And that was a way that I could feel back to normal at some level. And so I was able to still make lemonade out of those lemons, still make some sales with the greeting cards and prints that I had. And, you know, it was a really great show because my community just came around me 
and loved me and supported me. And so many people came out to buy things from me just because they had heard what had happened. And it was just a really special time in my life to see the love and care that people had for me and my family. And so that's just a tangent and example, but something that I was able to do even with the circumstances that I had experienced. So number four is turn down the noise. So turn off social media, the scrolling, the looking to your left or your right to see who's doing what, because this only adds to the overwhelm that you could be experiencing and the shoulds and the shame and all the feelings of feeling behind because you aren't able to move forward because of this unforeseen circumstance that happened in your life. So I have noticed that this makes a huge impact with just me feeling the pressure and overwhelm, honestly, of like, everyone is moving forward and I'm left behind. And so if I can turn that down, that is a huge game changer. And the last one is number five, and this is really embracing some affirmations. And so one affirmation that I came up with pertaining to this specific episode was, I am safe to feel. And I think going back to the top of this episode, just embracing and accepting our feelings And it can feel really hard when we literally don't have control. But speaking an affirmation like that over yourself can help give clarity and a new perspective. In closing, I just want to say, I don't know if this episode really pertains to you in your life right now, but it will at some point (laughs) because we will all face situations that we couldn't have a plan for, that are really unfortunate, that are really difficult. And I'm not here to just be this Pollyanna and say, everything will be okay. You'll get back on track in the future. Because honestly, sometimes getting back on track could be a year or five or a decade or longer. And that's okay. And I'm recalling right now episode 30, which was with Maribeth, and it was all about making space for all of our feelings, and she really opened up about her own personal journey of having to stop all of her creative endeavors to care for her daughter who had a stroke, and it took a decade for her to come back. So if you haven't listened to that episode, oh, it is such a good one. And it really is this beautiful story of making space for all of our emotions and processing those and recognizing the truth that your creative pursuits will always be there waiting for you. And so I hope that this episode was encouraging to you, no matter where you find yourself today. And if there's someone that you're thinking of in your life right now that could really use this episode, I encourage you to share it with them or share episode 30 because I truly think that both of these could be very encouraging to them. So thanks again for being here today and I so appreciate you. Here are the key takeaways from today's episode. Unexpected situations can leave us feeling disappointed, frustrated, and stuck, but it's important to accept and acknowledge these feelings. It's necessary to adjust our time frame and timeline when facing unforeseen circumstances. Recognize that you are not behind and be aware of your limitations in these moments. Find ways to make the best of the situation and learn from it. Can you make lemonade out of your lemons? 
turn down the noise of social media in these times to help diminish the feelings of being behind, shame, and overwhelm. Lean on affirmations for a perspective shift, such as, I am safe to feel. And lastly, remember that if you need to take a break from your creative pursuits, they will always be there waiting for you. Thanks again for listening to the Tillage Podcast. It brings me so much joy knowing that you spent your very precious time with me here today. If you want more, head on over to thetillagepodcast.com for today's show notes. And I'll be back next week with another episode. 